What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sherdog.com betting show with me, Sean Sheehan here uh, for Sherdog.com. And there's no UFC this weekend, but luckily enough, I've been tasked for Sherdog for doing the previews of Eagle FC 44 and Bellator 273 this weekend. So I feel like I'm in a good place to give you a few bets for both of those cards. I've looked through both of them uh, in uh, in pretty fine fettle, to be honest, over the last uh, week or so. You'll be able to watch my preview. Hopefully both of them will be up uh, by the time this comes out. I know the, the Beltar two, uh, 273 preview is already out. So we have a big heavyweight fight uh, atop both cards, I suppose. One unifying the title in Bellator and the other one seeing, you know, two, I suppose, veteran. Well, one veteran of MMA, but one veteran of combat sport. Well, two veterans of combat sports, I suppose you could say, uh, go up against each other in the main event uh, with uh, Sergei Haritanov obviously going against uh, Tyrone Spong in his first fight in, I think, around nine years uh, in MMA. So that should be uh, that should be interesting. Uh, interesting, I suppose, is the word for it. Whether it'll be good, no, or not, I don't know. I can't maybe assure you of that one, but I think it will be interesting. However, things uh, go. And the Bellator card, not the best card in the world, but you know, I actually don't think it's a bad card for betting, which uh, which is good. I think some of the, sometimes you, you see some of the big UFC and Bellator cards, um, and there, there's a lot of close matchups, and they're tough for betting. And now there's close matchups in this as well. Uh, but I still think uh, I've pulled out a couple of good bets, which I shall give to you. So I'm going to start off. I have, uh, everyone knows, if you have never watched before, I give five bets here. Uh, four straight up bets and then one big flyer. So I have two bets from uh, the Eagle FC and I have three bets from uh, the Bellator uh, card this weekend. And I'll, I'll, go, uh, I'll go in order here. Uh I must tell you though first, please bet responsibly. Don't bet more than you can. I say it every time and I, I will continue to say it unless I forget, which I probably will at some stage. Uh, it can be very serious betting and stuff like that. So don't go overboard, especially with my picks. Uh, these are fun. These are MMA picks rather than betting picks, you know. Um, but uh, please, please, please take your A's, as we'd say here in Ireland, and uh, and go easy with it. So uh, let's get straight into it here. And I'm going to, obviously, as I said, I'll start with uh, Eagle FC. And you know what? In, in the main event, anyway, I'll go, I'll go with that first. I'm going for the underdog here, and I'm going for Sergei Haritanov, which I'm very surprised to say is the underdog here uh, at plus 159 he is at the moment now these will fluctuate go up and down um, I see he's 150 plus 150 other, in other places but plus 159 in the book I had looked at here a few minutes ago when I was putting these odds together um, and I just think that I just think that's too much now I went back and watched a lot of Haritano's fights as I mentioned in my preview and Look, he stands up. He kickboxes. He tro- you know he he throws big shots on the uh, you know with his hands and with his legs, with his feet. And you would think that would be the perfect matchup for someone like Tyrone Spong, who is a kickboxer. And look, it's a good matchup, and I think it will be a good uh, a good fight on the feet. But unless Tyrone Spong knocks him out very early or hurts him hurts him really bad where he can't move early, but does kind of hit him, I think. Uh, I think Aradana will will surely switch things up. Like he surely has enough wrestling and grappling chops to take Tyrone Spong down, put him on the ground and beat him there. Like Spong when he fought his first couple of fights in MMA, he's only had two fights, but when he fought both of them they weren't the best guys in the world, nowhere near the level of Sergei Haritanov, who's been around for years and years. You know, you'll see in my preview, I've, I've named a few of the people he's he's beaten over him and, and others down through the years. He's, he's had a great run in his career. 
Um, and you don't do that by not being like a, a well-rounded fighter and all of that. But for Spong, the guys who he fought, he just went in and he basically leg kicked him. He looked absolutely phenomenal. But that was nine years ago. That wasn't, and he's broken his leg since then, I believe. Do you remember he had a really bad, bad leg break? But he's come back and he's done well in boxing and everything like that. Now, look, I think Haritanov can do okay on the feet. If it stays there, but like, oh, why? Why would it stay there? Like, it's one of those ones. I remember the the Clarissa Shields uh, fight she had, uh, her last fight she had. I remember I coming into that. I picked her opponent uh, on this show. I gave her as my my bet, uh, Abigail um, uh, Montez, I believe her name is, and because I watched some of her fights and she's a good, well rounded MMA fighter. Now I watched some of Haritano's fights and I did see a bit of wrestling. You know, I, I got into a couple of my friends like, when did he wrestle? And I got one uh, a fight from like 15 years ago. So he has a bit of wrestling chops in him. Make no mistake about that. But he's going to need to be smart. He's going to need to take him down. He's going to need to play the very intelligent game that you have to play when you're fighting someone as dangerous as Tyrone Spong is standing up. But I believe he can. And I believe he will. I don't think Haritanov gets you. I don't think you can get to 41 years of age with a good record like Haritanov has. Being a good fighter for years, beating lots of good guys without being able to fight in all different ways or without being smart enough to know who you're coming up against. Right, if he's not smart enough to know who he's coming up against, and he goes in a kickboxes with him, do you know, I actually think he still has a bit of a chance. But I will obviously pick Spong in a, in a huge way. Uh, but I think, look, nine years out of the cage, how good of a ground game does he have? How good of a wrestling game does he have? It just all is going against Spong, and. I find it very hard. It, look, if Spong was the underdog, I could see someone picking him. You know, I could see someone going for him thinking maybe Haritanov's a little bit over the hill. Maybe, you know, he's he's more of a kickboxer. He's probably going to go in there and fight with him like that. But the fact that Haritanov, the, the guy with all the experience, the guy with everything as an MMA fighter, is the underdog, I just can't look past that. I can't turn up that bet. I, I would I call myself a fool uh, after the fights if I watched it and I, and I see that uh, that Haritanov has won. So that is my first bet without a shadow of a doubt. Sergey Haritanov to win at plus 159. Now, my next bet is to win at plus 195. And that is Rashad Evans. Okay, and now... Bear with me a second. I went back. He's fighting Gabriel um, Checo is his opponent's name. Um, and I went back and watched a few of his fights, right? And I think he needs to do the exact opposite of Haritanov. I think Rashad needs to keep this on the feet, land a few jabs and a few right hands down through the middle. And honestly, I think that'll be enough. Checo on the feet is not great. As I mentioned on my my preview, I watched Pat Militich. Um uh, commented on him and he called him a swatter which is if, if you've seen him fight it's a very appropriate name for him i think that's what he is he just goes out there trying to know he's very tough and he's durable and he's able to take a shot when it gets to the ground he's very very good on top um but i think if rashad can stay off of his back not get on top even maybe even get a few takedowns inside there. now i know uh Checo has a good brazilian jiu-jitsu background and i'm sure he has a few submissions and stuff but it's hard to see rashad getting submitted from the bottom by someone like that um uh, if he can avoid that position you know, avoid being on his back i think he can win the fight and i think he probably will win the fight you know um the problem is, look, Rashad has been out now for, what is it, three, four, five years, whatever it's been. Didn't look great before he was gone. But if he comes in with any little bit of confidence, any little bit of um, uh, output upped from his last run, 
I think he'll win the fight because because of Checo. Because I look at I think it's good matchmaking, honestly. Now I could be wrong, Checo come in here and knock him out. The problem with Rashad is, right, if he fights the same way he used to fight towards the end of his career, it's gonna be probably a close decision. It's gonna because that's what all of these fights were, the Dan Kelly fight, the Sam Alvey fight. Like those lads are better than Checo, but not by miles. <laughs> like, you know, those lads are boys who Rashad Evans should be beaten. Uh, if we're to look at like the Rashad Evans that beat Chuck Liddell, Rashad Evans come f- f- from tough Rashad Evans that won the title, he is a he was a top 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 fighter. Look, he's no longer that. I think we all know that. But if he has any morsel of what used to be Rashad Evans and a little bit of improvement in confidence, I think more than anything, which might have come back with a little bit of training that obviously he's been well a lot of training he's probably been doing to prepare for this. I think he can beat someone like Checo. Like, he's just a far superior athlete and fighter to him. And uh, I, I think I think he can win it. Now, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. We'll see. But, yeah, I think uh, I think Rashad can do it. And I think he uh, I think he will do it. So, we'll, uh, we'll wait. <laughs> Look, we'll wait and see on that one uh, to see how it goes. But, uh, right. The um, next bet I'm going for are from Bellator. Uh, and I'm going first off, I'm going to, for Henry Corrales to win inside the distance, and that's plus 340. Now, if you look at, um, look, if you look at Corrales' all fights, I've, I've covered a few of his fights now for, for Sherdog here and, and talked, obviously, uh, about him and broke him down. And he is a guy, his last fight impressed me an awful lot, fighting Prabuchinko. Did a great, great job of that. And I can't, I, he's coming in here as the underdog right and i was going to give him uh, i was going to give him straight up and he was actually the favorite yesterday or last night when i was looking at this but he's turned around now i'm pretty sure if if the the bet nods are right let me just look here and yeah he has he's gone from a minus 200 to a plus 105 now that's i don't know how that happened that's crazy uh and I would go for him at that price to be honest so i'll give you a bit of a double bet here P- plus 105 straight up for Corrales to win but Corrales to win inside the distance at plus 340, I think that's a good bet. Like, I like Aiden Lee. I think he's a good fighter. But he's a guy who's very open and fights in a very open way. And he himself goes for the finish um, with submissions and on the feet and everything like that. Now, I don't know if something has happened, if there's a bad weight cut gone on or something like that for Henry Corrales that I haven't seen. But I think uh, I'm a bit shocked by that, that. The odds have turned like that so quickly. But I don't uh, I don't waver on my pick. I'm still going for Corrales. And I think he'd be able to land a big shot. I think the fact that Lee is so open and he, you know, he will take a shot to land a shot or two of his own. You, I don't think you can do that against Corrales. And, you know, Lee is very, very willing to go to the ground as well. Corrales will stand up. He will posture up uh, and get a few shots in and land a few shots of ground upon and can be very, very hurtful with those shots as well. So I just think there's a... Look, Lee could catch him with something. He could catch him with a big shot or he could catch him in a submission. Absolutely. But I think Corrales is maybe too long in the tooth for that. Uh, I think he's too good. And I think he will land his own shots, land big shots, land hurtful shots. And I think he will win this. Um, and I think he'll win it. I think he will win it inside the distance. Now, look, the inside the distance plus 340. If, if I'd seen that price, if it was a different price last night, I would I would have gone for it just straight up. But I'm sticking to my bet here that I have written down at plus 340 inside the distance. Um, I think it'll be a good fight. Look, I think it'll probably be probably be fight at night, to be honest. I think it's going to be a rock'em, sock'em robots. And I just, when, when fights like that often happen, uh, 
you see maybe the more schooled guy, the guy who's been around a little bit longer, who's fought the higher level, and very importantly as well, the guy who maybe hits a little bit harder is often the guy who comes out on top. And I think that's exactly what Corrales is here. Um, I just think he's a little bit better. I, and I'm very, very surprised that Lee has turned around and has become a, a favourite now. So we, we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe the bookies are right. Do you know what? The bookies are often right and I'm often wrong. So we'll, uh, we, we may be better off going with them. But uh, yeah, that's a very interesting fight and a very interesting betting line as well uh, on that one. But um, yeah, I just, look... I feel like Lee, he comes out and he has like the head down and he goes jab straight through and he's very long uh, in the work he does. But I can just see Corrales throwing a big uppercut and hurting him or, you know, kind of dodging out of the way of that jab, coming inside, going to the body and coming with a second shot up over the head. And I just think those shots from Corrales with the power he throws and the smarts he has. Are, are are going to be an issue. Like, it's weird. You're fighting Prabhupada in your last fight, who was tiny. He he looked tiny in, in that fight, and then he goes in there against Corrales. He actually didn't look as small, but... Uh, sorry, he looked tiny in the fights I watched, and he didn't look as small against uh, Corrales, but I think that's the way he fought him. And now Lee's going to be a lot bigger than him, I would say, as well. So it's a very different style matchup, but I think it's an easier style matchup for Corrales, in a way. Um, and I think, uh, I think he'll do well, and I think he'll win it, so... We will uh, leave it at that with that one. The next one, I'm going for uh, Enrique Barzola to win um, against uh, Darian Caldwell. He is... This is another one that's kind of chopping and changing. I've seen a couple of places here that he is... Um, he is the underdog in a couple of other places. He's the favourite, but I have him here at plus... Um, what do I have him at? Plus 110, I think it is. Let me just look here again. Yeah, plus... Oh, no, sorry. I have him at plus 125 to win by decision. Yeah. So, uh, th th these odds have chopped and changed as well. Yeah, but I have him at plus 125 to win by decision. He is minus 110... Sorry, minus 125 to win straight up. Um, look, this was one I, I kind of struggled with, but I wanted to give a bet for it. And I, look, I watched a few Barzola fights. Um, and... <sighs> He's a very, very tough guy to fight. And I just feel like Darian Caldwell isn't as good as he used to be and struggles with very, very tough guys. Barzola has good wrestling, you know, better wrestling than maybe, you know, it looks like in some of his fights. Um, he's good takedown defense. He can fight everywhere. He's tough. He's good. He's, he's not, uh, look, he's not fucking uh, Vasily Lamachenko or anything in terms of his technique. But he could throw hands. He's wild with the hands more than technical, I would say. And he's a guy you just don't want to fight. If you're, you know, if you're in his weight class and you're on maybe on the come up or on the Dory come up, like maybe Caldwell is, you just do not want to fight someone like Barzola. And I think Caldwell, you know, I'm not, I'm not just anything too bad about him, but he's. He, I think some people have more fight in them than others. And I think if you're to look and ask who is more fighting them, Barzola or Caldwell, I think nine people out of ten would probably say Barzola. And that's maybe the reason more so than anything that I'm going for him here. I just think he will... He'll beat Caldwell in too many areas. Like, look, if Caldwell can take him down and dominate on top and hold him down from the... the from the start, from the bell, he can absolutely, and he will absolutely win the fight. But if he doesn't, and he gives Barzola a chance in any way, I think Barzola will come back. And I think even if he loses the first round and he wins the second, I definitely think he'd win the third. So that's kind of why I went for him to, by decision. 
Caldwell still and all is a hard out. You know, it'd be hard to see him getting submitted or anything like that, and hard to see him maybe getting knocked out. Um, but yeah, that's why I think it'll go to the decision. I just think, uh, you know, Barzola will have too many shots landed for him. Will have too much output, uh, and I will have not enough give to 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 lose the fight if. Caldwell comes out and even wins early, but it's a ma- I think it's a massive fight in Darian Caldwell's career. Now Barzola's coming over. I think this is his first Bellator fight. Obviously, he was in the UFC and other places, but um, Caldwell like Caldwell needs to get back on this kind of winning trail and get back to winning three, four fights in a row to get back to where he wants to be at the very top of the sport. And this is a big one for him. If he loses here to Barzola, it's a long way back. It is a long way back. So a massive fight for him here, and um, you know to be an underdog as well. Honestly, when I saw the line, I was a little bit surprised he was an underdog, to be honest. Um, but uh, that's exactly what he is. And, and Barzola, um, you know, I think Barzola will win, but we will uh, we will wait and see. I've doubted Darren Caldwell before, and I've been wrong, so I might be wrong again. But Barzola win by decision, plus 125. Right. Those are my four bets. And here is my flyer. I actually struggled a little bit for a flyer this week. And also, the, the odds weren't out re- until really late. So, um I've had to record this a little bit later in the week as well, so apologies to everyone if you're looking for it earlier in the week. Uh, the odds just simply weren't up, so I could, there's nothing I could do. I couldn't get my flyer of the week. So my flyer of the week this week is I'm going for the, the main event in Bellator, and I'm going for uh, the uh, interim champion, I believe he is, Moldovsky, to win by submission at plus 800. Now, if you watch my preview, I think I probably said he'd win by decision, and as I said, I kind of struggled for a flyer a little bit. But... What the and you know he's had lots of decisions in his career. He's a guy who fights a decision, you know, so much. He's not the most exciting fighter in the world, but I think over five rounds, I look. I I said in the preview, and I'll say it again. I said it in other places. I think Ryan Bader is shot. I think he's not the fighter he once was. I don't think like he's the fighter he was when he came into the Bellator when he when she was for maybe three or four years in the UFC. I think he had a great run there. But I think that time has passed and I think he is over the top of his peak and way down the other end. And I don't think he can rescue it. I don't think he can come back, especially against a guy as good as Moldovsky. Now, as I said, he goes to a lot of decisions. But when you're winning decisions against, you know, good guys like Congo and even, you know, Ryan Nelson, Javier and others, you know, you have to be a good fighter. Okay, there's no maybe big massive killers or anything like that. But Tim Johnson too, he beat Tim Johnson. Um, you have to be a good fighter. And over five rounds against Bader, I just think Bader will maybe survive early. I, I look, I, I, my other bet I was looking at here, and I think it was plus 1,200 or something. Maybe, uh, I'll pull it up in a second. But um, it was a late win, maybe fourth or fifth round. Um, that would be kind of the other flyer I was looking at here. But I do think maybe by submission. Now, I said it in my preview, and I, you know, I was taking my notes. I was going book, back looking at my notes today uh, from that preview. And one thing I had in my notes was, that Moldovsky fights in so many different ways. You know, in the Ayala fight, he pulled him down to the ground, used his sambo. In the Johnson fight, he's standing up and he's, you know, he's boxing with him and using his striking. And in a fight like against Ryan Nelson, he was pushing Ryan against the cage, using dirty boxing, you know, Muay Thai clinch knees inside. He can fight many different ways. Um, and I feel like against Bader, he will, you know, the one thing you don't want to do against Bader is land on your back. But if you can put Bader on his back and put him on the back foot striking as well, I think it's I think that's the way to beat Bader. And if you could do that, go straight forward, land a few jabs, put him against the cage, take him down. Especially if the fight goes late, as I think it will, and you know he maybe has two or three rounds on top. I think Bader will get more tired, more tired. You could see him maybe getting knocked down, taking his back and submitting him. That's the kind of way I think it'll go. 
If I had to predict the fight, I think that's what I, I would say like a four-round submission for Moldovsky or maybe a third-round submission like that. I think it will go on a few, couple of rounds. I think Bader will fight and he will survive. You know, he's a tough guy. I don't think he is what he used to be, as I said, but I still think he's a tough guy. And I think if he can do that, survive late, I think it, he will tire quicker than Moldovsky will tire. Um, and, you you know, tired people often get submitted. So I think that's probably the way it will go. And even if it doesn't, let's say Moldovsky comes out early, takes him down, dominates him, lands a big few shots of ground and bound, takes his back and submits him, it still counts. You know, if it's a first, third, second, fourth round uh, submission, it doesn't matter. The plus 800 by submission. I went for a plus 800 by submission with Figueredo last week as well. He almost got it at the end of that third round. So I was close. So I think I'll, I'll have to keep going. Getting, uh, going for these plus 800 submissions until uh, until one of them turns up in the main event but uh, yeah those are uh, those are my bets anyway and uh, I'm sticking with those I'll run through some of the other fights uh, on these cards here let's go with uh, EFC first as I mentioned Harriton have straight up uh, plus 159 Tyron Spong around minus 200 minus 188 here and somewhere else as well I, w- I wouldn't go for that, to be honest. I wouldn't go for it. Checo is plus, uh, minus 2-2-0 two, two, against Rashad Evans, plus 180. Uh, Cody Gibson and Ray Barge, ver- Ray Barge even, sorry. Uh, a very, very close fight there. Plus 135 for Gibson, Ray Barge, minus 165. I had Cody Gibson down as one of my bets, and I took it out late. I would go for Gibson there, plus 135. John Howard, uh, plus 315, minus uh, 115 for Uh Sorry, one, minus one four five. I, I want to start reading these numbers better. Uh, I think Kurt Magomedov will win there. Magalayadiev uh, is a big, big favorite in minus six hundred against the plus four hundred. Anthony Injikawani, uh, Arman Ospinov minus one forty against Salvador plus one ten. And we have Asher uh, is a big underdog plus three hundred against Jorgen De Castro for Armani DFC minus four hundred. Demarcus Jackson plus one twenty minus one fifty for Hunsinger. I go for Hunsinger there, minus 150. I think he's like 7-0, and, and Jackson hasn't had the best time recently. Fight I like, maybe fight at the weekend. Uh, Zach Zane against uh, Like Rabzabov. Uh, he obviously was in PFL for the last couple of years. He is minus 425. I think it's a closer fight than that, to be honest, but I do think uh, he will win. And then Sean Bunch is the favourite as well in his fight, as is Muadayev there as well. So, let's go from the bottom of the top in Bellator. Um, Nikita Mikhailov is a big, big, massive favourite now. Minus 900. He looked brilliant in his fight against Brian Moore, so he deserves that. Plus uh, 555, or 550 even, for a shot. Uh, Sullivan Cawley, minus 210 against uh, fan favourite Bin Parrish. Plus 170, I think that's just about right. Lucas Brennan's a minus 1,000 favourite over Bin Lugo, plus 600. Uh, plus 500 for Dwayne The Rock D- Johnson against Dalton Ross. Uh, Saeed Awad is a plus 200 underdog against Chris Gonzalez. As I mentioned, Barzola, minus 120. Little bit surprising that one, even though I'm picking him plus 100 for Darian Caldwell. Sabah Homassi is plus 190 against Jalal Willis, minus 240. I think that's a little bit closer maybe than it should be. Henry Corral is the underdog, amazingly. Plus 105 against Minus 125 uh, for Aiden Lee. Um, Islam Mamedov against Benson Henderson. This is the biggest fight of the weekend, I suppose. I avoided in my bets. Uh, Mamedov is minus 400, Benson Henderson plus 300. And that's the reason I avoided it. I don't think there's much scope there for movement. And you never know with Benson Henderson. The fight to go to a decision 
Uh, I kind of like that, but it's minus 200 as well. Not the best bet in the world, not the biggest bet in the world. Um, Mamedov to win um, by submission was another one I was looking at. was one of my flyers, minus 700. But yeah, not the, not the biggest fan of that one uh, either. So yeah, I kind of avoided that one in terms of, of betting. But I would probably go with, you know, if I, if I was looking at something there, I'd probably go with the over maybe. Uh, of minus uh, six uh, or my, minus 260 or just go to a decision at minus 200 but yeah I, I do like Mehmedov there after going back and watching him but you never know Vincent Henderson if he shows up you know he can be very good if he can stop the takedown I think he, he might get a bit of an undefeat but I don't like that fight in terms of betting and I, I want to kind of avoid that one uh, but the main event then uh, Ryan Bader plus 240 minus 300 for Modlovsky I honestly, I think it should be bigger. I think Moldovsky should be a bigger, bigger favorite than that. Uh, and as I was telling you, to Moldovsky to win in round four, uh, that is plus. Sorry, he went to, to win by uh, KO in round four is plus sixteen hundred. Can I get him here just to win straight up in round four? I can. That's plus fourteen hundred. So yeah, I was either going four or five to win in round five is plus uh, two thousand. So if you want to pick out one of them, if you pick out the wrong one, or if you pick out the right one, even. You can make uh, you can make a lot of money, and hopefully, uh, hopefully you do. So I'll read out my bets again. Um, Sergey Haritanov to win plus one five nine. Rashad Evans to win plus one nine five. Uh, to win inside the distance at plus three forty. Barzola to win by decision plus one twenty five, and then Valentin Moldovsky to beat Ryan Bader by submission. My flyer of the week at plus eight hundred. Uh, that's all for me. Uh, Sean Sheehan here. Keep it locked to Sherdog.com for all your fight week coverage and I'll see you all next time.